Thank you for joining Real Drinks with Ali Flores. I'm your host, Ali Flores, and this is the podcast where we talk about movies and we have drinks. It's pretty simple, pretty easy. Uh, today's guest is a very good friend of mine. I've known him for, gosh, over 20 years. I mean, it's been forever since I've known this guy. Um, he has worked in film, television. He's done a lot of things all over the place. He's out in L.A. Very good friend of mine, John Donahue. John, how are you? <laughs> Ali. It is Ali, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Doing great, man. Yes. Uh, having a good time in L.A., man. Uh, it's a heat wave out here. Yeah. Are you okay with the fires going on? I know there's all kinds of stuff going on. I am not even near them, thank God. No, I'm just uh, chilling in my, uh, my pad. No, no fires near me, but it is, it is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Is, it, is yeah. it pretty smoky there? Oh, no, I haven't noticed anything. I don't leave the, I don't leave the house, so I'm assuming it's not smoky. Okay. So... No, but seriously, uh, I, I'm in the Valley, more like Hollywood Valley, like the Valley, and then there's Hollywood. It's not mm-hmm. near us, but okay. um, yeah, from what I understand, it's, it's really awful. You're near where we met uh, for, for drinks. Yeah, the Viva Cantina, which is no longer there anymore because of the, the um, yeah, COVID closed this place down. It was a great Tex-Mex restaurant, and uh, it's a shame because I don't have a go-to place anymore. Now it's Grubhub. Now it's Grubhub. Which sucks. Yeah. Yeah, so. uh, that stinks, man. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about um, what you do, what how we know okay. each other. Let's uh, let's go back a little bit. Let's start with how we know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can we mention Grinder? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. There oh. Were okay. Oh, let's go with the one we we rehearsed. Uh, I met you in uh, Orlando, Florida. We both worked at Universal Studios there. In fact, to be more specific, Nickelodeon Studios, which uh, was a part of Universal at the time. And uh, we were both game lab assistants and rose through the ranks there to the ultimate, the ultimate nothing. We really didn't do, we really didn't go far. No, that really, well, not in that place. There was, it was not there. No, no. there. We went no but it was a fun time. Just going to work every day and having having fun playing every day and getting paid for it. It's amazing. And you started out, you were at Jaws first, right? I was at Jaws. I was at Jaws, which is still the greatest ride ever. And uh, thank you, Harry Potter. It's gone now. But uh, just on the theme park front, it's just like I miss, I miss actual rides with animatronics. It's not like the old man saying, get off my lawn. But uh, now it's all, you, you sit down, you're watching a 3D movie. I think after a pandemic, though, and being in, in the house quarantine, do, do people really want to pay $100 to go to a theme park and sit and watch another movie? They, they kind of do. I, I don't know. I, I... Well, you're in Florida, so. Yeah. They, they, you guys, yeah. the, you guys no don't care. Here. There's no pandemic here. Um, you're so. Uh, yeah, I start, so I, I started at King Kong, actually. Then I moved to Jaws, and then I went on to... Uh, to uh, Nickelodeon, and I miss it every day. I miss all that stuff. Now, when did you miss, when did you move yeah. to LA? Uh, twenty years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Twenty years ago, ninety nine, and uh, yeah. before that, I had moved from Orlando to my hometown of upstate New York because I was broke. Because you know Nickelodeon, I foolishly squandered my millions in some bad bets, <laughs> and I had to move to, to upstate New York again to live with the family. And became a news reporter there. And um, from there, I wanted just to continue acting and being on camera because, you know, I like looking at. So I moved to Los Angeles in 99. Nice. And, and yes. you have become a superstar 
a super huge, huge, huge. Uh, when I first moved here, I got a job at Universal Studios Hollywood uh, because of my numerous connections to the uh, the industry. Yeah, and um, I worked at the. I started at Jurassic Park, uh, but then uh, I auditioned and got uh, the tram tour guide at Universal. So I was a tram tour guide uh, back with Jaws again, their version of Jaws. Anyway, good times. And then uh, I knew I, I met a producer who was from my hometown who worked on ER, and he got me on ER, and I, I played the orderly on ER for four seasons, and thus getting me into the film and television uh, industry. And now you're doing pretty good. Um, you've got steady okay. work, it seems. Yeah, uh, I, I, you know, I do character. I'm, a character. I'm an actor, so it's, it's, uh, I'm the only one in Los Angeles, which is crazy, so my phone wow. is constantly ringing. Yeah, I'm the only actor. It's crazy. You'd think there'd be more in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I do character actor work. A lot. I, do, I play dads, teachers, cops, lawyers, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, I met a guy named Tom Hanks on a movie. Tom and then Hanks. we've been working. Yeah, Tom Hanks. He's, he was in uh, Dragnet and The Man with One Red Shoe. Just some uh, really rare titles. Anyway. I don't know him. I ended up doubling for him for a few years and, and uh, you know, working my way, you know, into the scenes. So I've been in more movies than Meg Ryan. Nice. With, so, yeah. Nice. My nice. Claim to and your latest I saw, uh, which I love the fact that it kind of went full circle. Um, oh, yeah. You end up being a, a news reporter. Role. Yeah, I played local news reporter. In, in, uh, I auditioned for it uh, and then flew to Pittsburgh. I was in Orlando vacationing. I was at the, uh, the Cabana Bay, or not Cabana Bay. What's the one across the street that I always stay at? Um, the one right across the street. When I met right you? Yeah, no, Universal Property. It's, it's oh. on property. Anyway, I was at a resort. Let's not get into tidbits because <laughs> I won't be able to. I can't. Either. So anyway, yeah. So I got the I got the call. I got the I booked a job. It was a, you know I, I flew out for two days and uh, it was just one scene with Seth Rogen. I played local reporter because I had reporter experience. So all that, like you just said, came full circle. So uh, an American pickle. So yeah, it was it was a it's a, it's a fun scene. It was a fun scene to to do that with Seth. Now was all that scripted or did you guys play? Because it seems like Seth Rogen would be somebody who likes to play. It was scripted, and then we just. And by the third or fourth take, we just we had some ideas and we went with it. And we just went back and forth. There's so much more. I hope there's a Blu-ray at some point where they'll have the mm -hmm. outtakes. I'm hoping every actor hopes their shit is on Blu-ray, all the outtakes and stuff. But we did a lot of outtakes, and Seth was in the director, very, uh, very gracious, and uh, it was it was a fun day. In fact, it was so much fun. I was walking. I uh, I walked back to my hotel in Pittsburgh after I had shot my scene, and I was in such a good mood because it had gone so well. Uh, a car had driven, was driving by me and splashed me like a big puddle of water, like at the beginning of Working Girl. And um, I didn't give a shit because I was in such a good mood. And I'm wow. like, well, if that makes you happy, fine. That's but uh, I, was, uh, I won't forget that. Um, yeah, that's cool, man. I, I love the fact I watched the movie. It was a lot of fun, and it was cool yeah. to see you up there. Yeah. Uh, you know, holding your own with Seth Rogen. That was great. It was, awesome. it was a lot of fun. He's, uh, he was really cool. Now, if I remember correctly, when we when we were when we met and we became friends, you worked at a movie theater. Is that where the love of posters happened? What? Uh, I worked at uh, when I was 16 years old. I got a job on my birthday at uh, the Cameo Theater in Binghamton, New York. And I was working the concession stand. We had batteries not included. Anyway, 
I've always love loved movie, movie posters. I, uh, I, I love that. Uh, one of my favorite artists did the, the, the poster. Anyway, I'm a big dork for movie posters, and I've been collecting movie posters since I was 10 years old. The first poster I ever got was Blade Runner. And uh, I've been collecting, I have in the hundreds now, and maybe, maybe more. I have more than I need to the point where, like, at some point, I'm just going to have to get rid of a few and start selling because I never look at them. And I, I'm, I have the ones that I hang up. Yeah. Know? So. And the but, rest are uh, just, like, one sheets? They're, yeah, they're all one sheets. They're all original, no fakes, uh, I, as far as I know. Uh, and I have flat files for them. You, you open them up, and they're all there A to Z, and I have tubes and tubes. I'm just like, there's just too much. Yeah. You man. know? So, anyway. God, you got hundreds. Do you keep those in your apartment? Do you get it? Well, I have a flat file. Yeah, I have in my. I have an office with with them in there. So, and I have flip frames. You can change them. Man, I'm just a big dork. There's two behind me right now. Getting ready for Bill and Ted. I saw the previews. I um, yeah. It does. How does it look to you? Oh, it looks so bad to me. It it looks so I bad. Say that. But I paid the twenty five dollar advance fee because I'm like, that's eh, something to do on a Friday night. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, I am hoping to be pleasantly surprised. That that is my hope. Is that yes, it looks, it's way better than the previous because the previous looked like shit. Um, um I, 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 I don't know. It was shot in was it Baton Rouge? It's like because there was you know tax mm-hmm. breaks. It happens, but yep. I don't want to say anything negative in case I do Bill and Ted Four. <laughs> but um, I, I I hope it's good. I really do because twenty five dollars, you know, that's one less night of Grubhub. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's true. So let's talk. Let's get into it. What movie? Yeah. What yeah. movie are we talking about tonight, John? We're talking about a nineteen eighty four underrated movie from director Amy Hackerling, who did um, uh, well. She did European Vacation, which I think is an underrated show. Yes, very much. Picking up. Um, what's that? Yeah, picking up. Hope. Uh, it's called Johnny Dangerously. It stars Michael Keaton and Joe Piscopo, and, and uh, it's got a great cast. Joe Piscopo, for those of you who don't know, he had a career in the early 80s on SNL. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really go much further than that. But I think he's fantastic, and Johnny Dangerously is uh, Danny Vermin. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is um, just such a, a, a dick, you know, yeah. in the movie. He's a bad guy. He's the villain. And, and he's so good at it and funny and sleazy and slimy. It's, he's per, perfect cast. I, and, of course, Michael Keaton at the, the height of his coolness. Yeah, and he plays Batman. that character so well. Um, Pre-Batman, just kind of smug, cool. He's like, you want to be Johnny Dangerously, at least mm-hmm. hang out with him. You know? So I've always liked uh, Michael's, Michael Keaton's uh, performance. In fact, people say, what's your favorite Michael Keaton movie? I always say Johnny Dangerously and Mr. Mom. Mr. Night Mom. Night, I was and just about to say, shift. is he coming off the heels of Night Shift right after? Is, uh, Night Shift was, uh, I want to say, 82 or 83, maybe even 81. So he was coming off the heels of those. And I'm not yeah. sure. Sh- this Johnny Dangerously, might, in fact, I think it was after Mr. Mom. So he, Mr. Mom, I think, really put him on the map. Because yeah. that was a leading man role. Oh. Night Shift co-star, you know, got, you know, he wasn't the lead. It was uh, Henry Winkler. Uh, he played a character named The Ponds in a TV show called Happy Days. I thought it was called Shark Jump. No. Well, I don't want to give anything away, but that, that's something that happens in the show. Uh, anyway, Michael Keaton, Joe Piscopo, it's got um, Marilu Henner, who's was just, so she's still beautiful to this day. Yeah. She follows me on Twitter, so honored. 
Uh, well, I am actually because I'm like so happy because she was not only in Johnny Dangerously, she was in Cannonball Run too, which is another one of my favorites. Uh, she she's just done so much work. She's in another movie that came out in the early '90s called Noises Off. Marilu Henner, look her up. She's just this beautiful uh, actress who who was so she was just a go to actress in the '80s and '90s when you when you wanted a reliable comedic uh, actress, you'd go to Marilu Henner. So uh, Dan, uh, really Peter, depth, hold on before we get yeah. really in depth. Yeah, I feel like it's it, we need to talk about what we're drinking. Oh, this is real drinks, and uh, we not only talk about the movie, but we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna have some drinks that are either inspired by the movie, um, or you know, you create one. But this is a little bit inspired. What are we drinking, John? We well, I'm drinking. Okay, normally for a movie like this. I would drink because it's like a mafia, not a mafia, but a, like a gang comedy, like a, you know, a, like, like glitzy crime era. I'm trying to find the right, Ali, help me. It's Ali, right? Help me. Uh, okay. so you're looking at a speakeasy. You're looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, so what are you thinking? Gin, rum? The 20s. I mean, they, they drank whatever they had really in the okay. 20s. Perfect. I'm going to drink whatever I have, which is vodka. And LaCroix. I'm going to call it a vodka soda. A vodka soda. I'm drinking I, vodka soda yeah. as well. Are you really? That's yeah. amazing. We'll do a Mine's berry flavored. Bathtub vodka. Mine is Gremlins themed as well. Mine is Cowboys themed. It's not a movie. Ooh. I have movie glasses. So I no. That's good though. No, it's great. It's delicious. I can't drink too much because it's only five or yeah five something here, and I have to take the dog to the dog park, and I can't go drunk. Oh no, I'm I'm don't go drunk to a dog park. I learned my lesson. (laughs) I came home with the wrong dog. I'm like, I don't have a poodle. Where is my dog? And your dog was hammered somewhere else. (laughs) So we're drinking a little little vodka soda. Yes, enjoying talking about Johnny Dangerously. You were talking about Mm -hmm. the cast. Peter Boyle is phenomenal. Peter Boyle from Everybody Loves Raymond, Young Frankenstein, some classics, and a cameo by Dom DeLuise. Yes, he plays the Pope. Who also was in Cannonball Run 2. Dom DeLuise, man, I loved Dom DeLuise. I did, too. Anything he was in, I thought he was phenomenal. Just funny. And his laugh always made me laugh, his little giggle. Um, Captain Chaos. I what Cannibal Run with the I can't remember the actor's name. That's there he Dom DeLuise right here on my shirt. I wore my Johnny Dangerously T-shirt tonight because Loving I knew it, it would come in handy one day. Loving it, yeah. Um, Dom DeLuise, there was I I don't remember the actor's name, but the doctor in Cannonball Run. Uh, oh, Jack Elam. He just he always did this. Yeah, that mm. stuck with me. Yeah. Is that why you did that all the time at Nickelodeon? Yes, yes. Because yes. we were dealing with slime, I thought. Ah, is that what it was? Yeah, that's what all it right. was. You shouldn't have done that in front of the kids. I'm just saying. Hey, they got to learn questions. somehow. They got to okay. learn somehow. I guess so. I'm, I'm um, still learning. <laughs> all right, Johnny Dangerously. What drew yeah. you in? When, when was the first time you saw this movie? How old were you? 1984. I was 12. And it was, I, I actually saw the poster hanging up at the movies, and I'm like, this looks freaking awesome. I want to see this. And his name is, his initials are JD. John Donahue. Yeah, right. Johnny Dangerous. Wow. Johnny Dangerously. So I went to the Binghamton Plaza Cinemas and Ooh. saw Johnny Dangerously, and I loved it. 
it's a hysteric it's like airplane for gang like a gangster film yes and when the movie came out on video disc now ali it is ali still right yes still i back in the day a video disc was something that wasn't laser. It was a video disc. This is before laser discs, obviously before before DVDs and Blu-rays and all that hoo-ha. This was actually like records inside of a plastic sleeve, and you took the plastic sleeve and you stick the whole thing into the player until it clicked, and then you pull the sleeve out, and the record was in there. You it's never right. touched the record. This literally was like there was a Flintstones bird inside that would talk to you, you know? So... <laughs> uh, they were expensive, and I, as a twelve-year-old, my job didn't pay that much. So I got my money from my family somehow. They were like thirty, forty bucks. They weren't cheap. Yeah. They were like that's why everybody rented movies. Now VHSs were more expensive because you'd actually would rent VHSs. You couldn't re- really find a place to rent a video disc. They were more for sale. Mm-hmm. They never really took off. Mm-mm. And the thing about video discs, Ollie, is they would skip. Now I'm not like if there was a scratch on them. You'd watch the movie, and the whole thing would skip, 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 skip. It would skip. Oh, my God. It was awful. So you try to handle it so gingerly. I remember we had one TV. Now, keep in mind, this is the early 80s. We had one TV. It was in the living room. Mm-hmm. And my mother would, my mother had the Jane Fonda workout on video disc. <laughs> and I'd have to give up my TV time so she could do in her leotards her Jane Fonda work. So, you know, when she wasn't home or when she was looking, I'd take her disc and I'd skip it. I'd shake it, rather, so it would skip. <laughs> So she'd be doing the Jane Fonda workout and just miss a few beats. She just gets caught in, a, in yeah. just a never-ending. Yeah. She's constantly doing I a can't loop. Stop. Yeah, she was so tired sometimes. Jane Fonda did like this backwards I summer. Body. My mom was stuck in the. I think she was in the ICU for a bit. But um, but I bought this video disc of Johnny Dangerously. I, however, I got maybe it was a gift. Um, it, because. I love the art so much. I love the poster art so much that I wanted the video disc. And I just love the movie so much because of the artwork and the film. I can't explain it, but it, it all culminated into one thing, like Johnny just being the coolest thing. And I want, and here's the reason, real reason I know Johnny dangerously word for word. I own three, three video discs. So those were the movies that I caught. It was the empire strikes back, Johnny dangerously and cannonball run Two. Wow. Those were the, own oh, Airplane 2, so I own four. Airplane 2, the sequel, because I think it was like $8. Wow. But those, so you'd watch those movies constantly because we were on and off with HBO. It wasn't cheap. And we weren't a well-to-do family. Mm-hmm. We weren't well-to-do like you, Ollie. Oh, I know. But, like, just a video disc player, my dad told me he's, he's still paying for it. Like, he still, <laughs> he still owes money on it. And that's been like 40 years. It's on, what is it, Layaway that Sears? He's still 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 paying it off. I don't even know where it is anymore. So I had those because of the cover art, and then I grew to, and I've always been a Burt Reynolds fan, but I saw Cannonball Run 2 and Johnny Dangerously in the theater because, you know, there wasn't a lot to do in Binghamton, New York. And, but I loved, well, I guess it all goes hand in hand. I mean, I know Johnny Dangerously because I had that video disc, one of four, and I'd watch it almost every other day. Wow. Wow. And it kept getting shorter and shorter because it was skipping. So by the time (laughs) I was done with that movie, it was eight minutes long. Holy cow. That's great. See, I didn't I didn't watch Johnny Dangerously until probably senior year in high school. Like I didn't. Yeah. Ninety two. I'd never heard of it. I didn't know. Um, And I think a friend of mine was like, hey, I got this movie. Let's watch this movie. 
And I'm like, I don't even know. Johnny Dangerously? Was that a thing in 92? Like, it was hard to get. Like, it never came out on Blu-ray. He had Uh, it. It's just a scarce movie. He had it, and we watched it. And I remember going, why didn't I know about this movie? It's fun. And whenever anybody said they'd never seen it, I'm like, I have it. I have the movie. We're yeah. watching it. And I watched it so much in college, after college. Like, there's so- really? Yeah, I, I, I had no so idea people- that you and I have never talked about our love of Johnny Dangerously. And I've known that movie for since, since 97. Seven? Yeah. How come we've never talked about this? I don't know. I think it's because you don't like Mexican. <laughs> Wait, you're Mexican? Yes. Uh, something's wrong with the transmission. I can't. <laughs> you're here. I can't. This is Zoom over. <laughs> um, so, okay. Well, then who better than to give us a little rundown? Uh, for Can those- I mention something really quick? Yes, please. We didn't mention one actress in it who I love. Well, first of all, Danny DeVito, not an actress, but he's in it. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of big players in this thing mm-hmm. at the time, anyway. And an actress by the name of Maureen Stapleton, not Gene Stapleton, who played... Uh, uh, all in the family. Stapleton, Bunker. No, wrong Gene Wrong Stapleton. Stapleton. Gene Simmons played. Yes. Yes. Uh, Maureen uh, Stapleton uh, was in a movie that I love dearly called Cocoon. Yes. So, I mean, I was Johnny Dangerously came out before Cocoon. So when Cocoon came out, I'm like, I already love this lady. She's so great. She was this older Irish. She played grandmothers, and you know, she she played Johnny Dangerously's mother. Who you know made made uh, in the movie Chicken Noodle Soup but with beer? <laughs> Remember in Johnny Dangerously? Yes. Hey, Ma, what's that? You know what is that? It's beer. You know, and she she yelled that laundry. <laughs> anyway, uh, I love Maureen Stapleton. Go ahead, Ollie. She's you think phenomenal I'm drunk already, but I'm not. This She's phenomenal. Her comic timing in this movie is so great. Good. It's so she, good. I think either she was she won. Or I definitely was nominated, but I think she did win. She won for a Robert Redford movie, which I've never seen, called Reds. And um, she, she, she like, had an Oscar. And she was this hard-drinking Irish uh, actress, and I love her to death, and I love it. Like, she and I have this thing for older actresses, I guess. Jessica Tandy. I guess it all came Hot. from my love of Cocoon. Hot and Cocoon. Holy cow. She really was. Uh, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so for those of you that have never seen Johnny Dangerously. Um, All of you. I know. Um, what are you doing? But let's uh, give them a brief synopsis of Johnny Dangerously. What's it about? Uh, the video disc is about eight minutes. Uh, okay. It's about uh, uh, a gangster named John. Okay, it, it starts out. Oh, geez, I don't know. This was going to be a part of the. Tri- is this a trivia question? No, or no, trivia is at the end. Jesus. I'm going to lose I'm already. Telling, we're just going to let right. him know what Johnny Dangerous is about. Michael Keaton plays Johnny Dangerously, a a criminal that his mom nor his brother, who's the DA, know that he's Johnny Dangerously. They think he's Johnny Kelly because that's his real name. Johnny Dangerously is his criminal name. No one can know that. Even na- the neighborhood knows, but not his mom and his DA brother. Even the Pope knows, played by Danny DeVito. It's a great scene in the movie. Dom DeLuise. And Dom DeLuise, not Dom. Not Danny DeVito. Not Dom Ferrigno. What? <laughs> you said not played Dom by Dom. Danny. You said the Pope played by Danny DeVito. I was like, no, Dom DeLuise. But what is in this? There should be <laughs> prohibition right now because yeah, I'm going to kill myself. Uh, anyway. Uh, Michael Keaton, so nobody knows, and Danny Vermin, Vermin, played by Joe Piscopo, as I mentioned earlier, 
uh, wants to take over the criminal kind of uh, the organization that Johnny Dangerously runs. So high jinks and sue. Mm-hmm. How's that? Is uh, that a good synopsis? That's a good. That's good. You know, um, that's a good. I'm a Mario. I'm a Luigi. Um, you've yes. got two rival gangs that are going at it. Um, well, there's handles. another rival gang. You Fargan asshole. Yeah, the you've got the Dundee gang, which yeah, um, Piscopo which and Michael Keaton's Morgan. gang. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're both in that. Um, and then you've got the Mar- Roman Maroney, right? His gang, the Maroney gang. Right. Um, and he's he's sound, no one knows where he's from. He's like, is he sweet is deported to sweet uh, Switzerland or something like that? Sweden, um, you know, because he just said people he's do an ice hole. Yeah. People will quote that. I'm like, I'm always surprised when people know because he says instead of say, can I say the words instead of yeah. saying the F fucking asshole? He says, Fargan Isol, you cork sucker. Like yeah. he people still know for some reason, Johnny dangerously, like there's like a tiny cult following for mm-hmm. it. And, and the, he always comes up this, this actor. And there's a scene where he sends a robot of himself and he shoots the machine gun. And, you know, it, and if you watch closely, it's him and he's really holding still. And it always makes me laugh to see him holding so still and trying not to move. It's great. Oh, it's so good. So there's the rival between them, the two rival families. And then, uh Oh, Johnny's little brother finds out the DA, the DA played finds by, out. played I do by not his name, American werewolf in London. Um, oh shit. He was in after hours. Do you have the, do you have the, uh, connection to the internet? We can do IMDB. I, I do have, I do. Have I feel horrible because I can't remember his name. And I, I have a, have a have fan. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get it before you tell me. Just have a drink folks while we're doing this. Okay. So, that is, I got his name. Hold on. I've Into already got night. it. I, beat I don't him. know. What is it? Griffin Dunn. Griffin, Griffin Dunn. Dunn. Oh, yes, I did it. <laughs> I did it. Before you said it, it came to me. Isn't that amazing? I'm Griffin drink. Dunn. There you go. Yes. So I'm embarrassed. He realizes that it's his brother, and he puts him away. He's dedicated to... Stopping On crime. death row. Death row puts him away. His own brother. His own brother. Turns out he was framed by Danny Berman. Joe, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo's character. All right. So, you know, there's a plot. Joe Piscopo's going to rub out the, uh, the DA. He's going to kill him. Johnny escapes to save the day. And every Sounds like a good movie. You do it's such a, a better movie. job than I do. See, I don't like to give away spoilers like you just did. Uh, it's 1984. They should know. It's called it made in Leave Them Wanting More, Ollie. I don't know that. That's why I'm divorced. I don't, I don't know that terminology. I don't subscribe to Leave Them More. I give it all. Give it all right up front. All right. Right well, so, that sucks. So that's, that's, the, that's Johnny Dangerously in a nutshell. But it's so... It is very... Airplane-esque. There's a lot yeah. of just asides, tongue-in-cheek. It's silly. Yes, very silly. One of my favorite very scenes silly. for the silly is Johnny Dangerously. He's, he owns a pet store now, like in the present It opens the back. movie. It book opens the film because it's mm-hmm. Johnny Dangerously, a.k.a. Michael Keaton, a.k.a. Johnny Kelly, yes. telling a, little, a young man who tries to steal a puppy at the beginning of the movie while Michael Keaton is putting... The price stickers on That's pup my puppies. He's got the you know how you, you label cans with the price stickers? He's, he's putting price stickers on puppies. And a little boy tries <laughs> to steal a puppy. He's like, hey, crime doesn't pay, kid. Let me tell you a story. And then, you know, it all goes, you know, yeah. Whoa, what's going on? What's going on? It always happens. It always does this. When I talk about the past. 
So it's a silly, it's a silly, silly movie. But you knowing that going in, watching a, a fun gangster movie from the eighties. I mean, your testicles and you, your testes and you, your testicles and you. Yes, there's a, there's oh. a whole scene in the movie where Michael Keaton's younger brother goes to visit him because he wants to have sex. Michael Keaton's like, no, watch this video. Your yeah. testes and you. And I love and, and here's a little bit of trivia for those of you sports fans out there. If you watch this movie and your testes and you, the the animated character. It's um, your testicles and you. They don't say testes. By I the think way. it's testes. No, I trust me. I owned one of four <laughs> video discs. It's testicles. OK, uh, your you. testicles and you um, the animated character that plays your testicles. Um, I believe um, the Ohio State Buckeyes modeled their mascot based on that. So Johnny Dangerously really is like this cultural, like people do know about it. By the way, no, I'm making that up. I just fucking hate oh. the Ohio State Buckeyes. And, I, and every, oh. night, every time I see that Buckeye con- thing, I always think, he looks like the testicles guy. He looks now like Griffin Dunn and they hate me. Yes. Yes. Um, so what are what are your some of what are what are some of your favorite scenes in this? What what um, instantly comes to mind when when somebody says, "Hey, do you know Johnny Dangerously?" Yes. What's what's any, the first scene? I, wow, uh, I love the scenes with. Oh, I love the scenes. Um, really, I don't have any favorite scenes. This is really not a good film. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I love. I do love the puppy store scenes, the wraparound of the dog, the pet store. I love the scene that I mentioned earlier where, where Michael Keaton tells the neighborhood, gathers everybody around, hey, I'm not. And they have this whole speech rehearsed. You're not the, the notorious gangster, gangster Johnny, Johnny Dangerously. Dangerous. You're the law-abiding citizen Johnny, Johnny Kelly. Kelly. And then Danny DeVito comes in. He's the pope, the pope. But Michael Keaton's constantly giving everybody a wad of cash. You keep calling like, him the pope. Danny DeVito. Oh, you know, Danny De- <laughs> <laughs> Well... Danny, Danny shirt, DeVito's John. in it. He's Danny on DeVito's your shirt. Um, Dom DeLuise comes in. Yeah, and I'm at a Pope. There's Danny DeVito. There he is. On my nipple. Uh, I love Dom DeLuise. <laughs> 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 so, I've only had one of these, and I'm still on it. Holy cow. Um, mm. Oh, uh, what about the scene? <laughs> Rona. <laughs> Call 911. <laughs> Um, the scene where they escape from prison mm-hmm. and they're, they, they, they're the, the, getaway, the car that they're in the getaway car. Um, if they put, um, what's it not? Uh, shelf contact paper, paper. Yeah. shelf paper, uh, all over the car. And so they, every time they hear on the police radio, follow the blue car and they peel off the blue and be black, follow the black car, then follow. Then it was duckies and bunnies, like a child's bedroom. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, I thought we could put that in Johnny jr's room. Mary Lou Henner says, cause she's a part of the, the breakout. And uh, it's just, it's a funny scene. So there's a lot of fun. Oh, in the scene where, see, the, how Michael Keaton does escape prison is um, his buddy from the gang dresses up as the, the priest who's, who's reading him his last rites as he's walking to the electric chair. And he's pulling out pieces of the gun out of the Bible, and Johnny's concocting the gun. And you just listen to the, the prayer that he's telling him. It's, I missed the bus. You missed the bus. <laughs> we all missed the bus. Anti-Meridian, Uncle movie. Meridian, and, all the little, all Meridians. the little Meridians. <laughs> See, it's perfect. Oh, it's so great. And um, little, little 
I, I, you're going to know it, but the uh, the guy, the dispatch officer, is Griffin played Dunn. by. No, oh, is played uh, by uh, Alan Hale Jr. The the, Gill the Gilligan's uh, big guy. Um, the the Monty Hall. What's his name? The blue shirted guy. The skipper. The skipper. From Gilligan's Hall. Island. I don't know. Like, like, I'm, I'm just yelling out random shit. And that was the first time I'd ever seen him outside of Gilligan's Island. Right. Like I was like, oh, skipper. It's the skipper. Did people in the theater tell you, oh, you, wait, you weren't in a the theater when you saw no, it? No, I saw it went off. Yeah, Skipper was in it. There's another movie with the Skipper in it and Gilligan. It's called Back to the Beach. Hmm. With Annette Funicello and Pee Wee Herman. Wow. When did that wait, get made? Ali, you have never seen Back to the Beach. I've never seen Back to the Beach. Okay. I'm really mad. Whoa. Like, fuming. Uh, it's a great it came out in the eighties. It's a it's a riff. It's like Johnny Dangerously, but 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 beach blanket bingo type movies. And that Funicello and Frankie Avalon are in it. Pee Wee Herman is in it. Who's the chick who just went to jail from Full House for for faking yes. her daughter? She's in it. Okay, she was Uncle it's Jesse's got, girlfriend. It's got oh, it's got Leave It to Beaver, and it's got um, Wally in it. It's got Mrs. Beaver. It's got every every. Oh, it's got Don Adams from Get Smart. It's a great movie. It's called Back to the Beach. You have to find it. You can get it on iTunes. I probably have seen it. I just, it it's doesn't just, ring a bell. I'm so mad right now. Don't be, I love you. I, I love you. You should see it. <laughs> anyway, back to Johnny anyway, Dangerously. Johnny Dangerously. Now, yeah. this movie did not do well. Um, I don't know, did it? I don't it, it know. Do I was great. 12. I don't. It didn't do great in the theaters, um, but it became, it got a cult following. A lot of people well, yeah. watched it. I mean, there was a little kid in, in New York that bought, like, the disc. Um, Upstate. So, yeah, it was in New York. And it came out in 84 in a, a couple of days before my birthday. So I think that was another reason I went to see it, because that was, like, my birthday movie. And it came out during a time where other, um, like, period pieces were coming out. Other gangster movies were coming out. And that one... Um, I didn't know that. That one was... You've done your homework. I have. I've... When you say silly, why do you do a marionette? Because it's silly. You did. This is silly. When it's like, all of a sudden, you're like a puppet. It's silly, but <laughs> It's silly. Yeah. Um, I think one of the most memorable quotes from this movie, I think, is, yeah. or the most quotable for uh, this movie is, you shouldn't kick me in the balls. My mother once. kicked me oh, yeah. once. 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 That's a, that's another one. People always quote Danny Vermin always saying once, mm -hmm. and then you Fargan I saw. So there there are takeaways from this film. Which oh, there are a lot of makes them. me happy. They make oh, fucking T-shirts. I mean, come uh, on. There are so many great moments in this movie, and 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 then they like the kid when they were when they were growing up, and he's like dancing. He's doing the yeah. Charleston, and then he breaks yeah. out and starts doing the windmill. He's throwing in break dancing moves. Um, so can I interrupt? Can I interrupt right now, Ali? Off topic for a second. Okay. Do you know who you look like with that headset on? Oof. Have you ever seen The Empire Strikes Back? Yes. You look like Lobot. Guy in Cloud City with Lando. <laughs> I can't talk to you anymore. What? You look like Lobot. <laughs> um, and the fact that I know his name is fucking... I'm just... I'm going to get... I'm going to get... I. You know, I wait too much. Like I'm, I most of the questions that I have for you, you've already answered. 
No. I was an entertainment oh. reporter for, for a while. I mean, I know this shit. It's what I do. I'm a dork. Uh, I was going to tell you, well, shit, the video disc, something about, sorry, Ollie, what were you saying that maybe that'll help me? Oh, no, I interrupted yeah, yeah, you. The, the, the film comes out, it, it came out with a bunch of, um, other, of other, other movies. Yeah, gangsters movies and stuff like that. It came in and it was silly and that's when you started making fun of my... Oh, I know what I wanted to tell you. Yes. Are you ready? I am. <laughs> See, one drink. I can't go to the dog park like this. The dog's <laughs> going to have to drive. So, on video disc, for years, I knew Johnny Dangerously. Until the DVD came out in the last decade. Mm-hmm. Or a couple of it, it, it recently came out in DVD. Like when I say recent, like in the last 10, 15 years, but yeah. I had the video disc all throughout the eighties. The theme song was done by weird Al Yankovic. Yes. They lost the rights mm-hmm. before the video disc came out and the song in the movie from what I saw in the theater to the video disc was Let's Misbehave, which is a real song. Nah, 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 nah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to sing it right now. I'm toned down. But I didn't realize, I'm so used to watching the movie with the replaced song and mm-hmm. that they had taken Weird Al out. When the DVD came out, I'm like, this is a whole other fucking movie yeah. now. You know, this yeah. whole new yeah. intro. It's crazy that they got the rights back from Weird Al. Why would life you... is good or? What is life, yeah, yeah, life, yeah, something life, like that. But something, yeah. But for the video disc, it's Let's Misbehave. Yeah. This is and the life, not, I think. Is this, this is the life. It's not, but it's not Weird Al. I'm like, what a missed opportunity. To, mm-hmm. Maybe they would have sold more video discs. Anyway, yeah. isn't that an interesting piece of trivia? Yeah, that's great, man. I, I mean, it's true. because, And I, I wonder if that's ever happened in other movies. like where they Oh, yeah, it has. Things. 16 Candles, Breakfast Club. I think uh, uh, Johnny Dangerously was, was it Fox? It was Fox which is not even a Fox anymore. But uh, those movies, for some reason, on video, didn't have, they, they couldn't, there was a lot of songs from the 80s that were in the film and during its theatrical run that they couldn't get when it hit home video. And then up until recently, Universal put all the original music back in. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. All do right. You think so? Yeah. Do you think that this movie, if it were made now, right, would be popular? Would get... No. You don't think I, don't, why. I don't know. Are zany, wacky comedies popular now? Like, would they be... I know they did the Scream movies, the... What are they called? The Scary Movies, which were like a decade ago uh, as well. Yeah, but, but, but they're, they're, they're like the horror genre, you know, parodies. But I don't know. There is another underrated film, which I might actually watch tonight again. It's not on Blu-ray, but it's called Top Secret with Val Kilmer. Yes, Top Secret. Um, that movie is a takeoff on like what World War II films and action mm-hmm. films, and it's hysterical. There's an underwater fight. Now it's not CGI because they didn't have it in the eighties. It literally is an underwater fight. They have a saloon fight underwater, and they did it in a tank. It's insane. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The the stuff wow. that they did back in the eighties. I mean, without the CGI, yeah. it was all in front of the camera. Like you had to do it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the best. Mm-hmm. Uh. Well, who would play Johnny if they made it now? And that, I guess that all depends. It would it be I, John Hamm. No, John Hamm couldn't pull that off. Not the. Would it be? It's got to be somebody who can do that old school. You know. You know. I think Bill Murray should play the 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 uh, the boss's part, the uh, Peter Boyle's part. 
uh, Jocko the, Dundee. The Jocko Dundee would be great. Yes. And then you get, you get, uh, or you know what's even better? If they remade that today, Michael Keaton could play Jocko Dundee. Yes. Yes, he could. That would be great. And then you'd get a Michael Keaton-ish type character, an actor, not character, but just an actor to play Johnny Dangerously. Who would that be? Uh, you know? Bill Murray. He's what, about, um, what about like a, like a James Franco? Or a Dave Franco? I don't know if James Franco is doing a lot right now. I know Dave is doing things. Who's Dave Franco? That's his brother. Oh, I didn't know. I, already, I didn't know he had an actor brother. Oh, he does. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he does, Ali. God, who would play Johnny? Not a, not a James Franco. Not, although I think James Franco is very talented. I just think you need somebody with some verve and p- pizzazz. Mm. You got to have the quick timing and the you mm-hmm. know the thing and you know the Michael Keaton esque. Who's the closest thing we have? Robert Pattinson? No, oh, God, no. What? He's Batman. He's no. Batman. All right. Maybe you know who might be able to pull that off. What's that kid's oh. name? Or he's not a kid anymore. Um, the Billy uh, Mooney. Yes. Uh, no. Um, Macaulay Culkin. No. Uh, third Rock from the Sun, and he became. Oh, uh, he's funny. I like him. Uh, um, him. Griffin Dunn. No. Dang it! He's got three names. He's... Boy, this is a great movie show, huh? I know, right? We're, we've got it down. Um, well, it's not. I, when I created this, it wasn't meant to be inter- um, informative. It's just entertaining. Um, I don't know if he looks like. I don't know if he looks like a Johnny Dangerous. No, you don't think he? Could I don't know. Maybe we'll a Ryan Reynolds. Later. All we do. Oh, see, Ryan Reynolds could pull it off. To be honest, with yeah, you. and it would make money because of his Daredevil fame. And if they do a Lobot spinoff for Star Wars, I'm going to talk to some people for you because you Wait. have to play Lobot. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so we've got okay, so we've got uh, Johnny Dangerously. We're yeah, Ryan Reynolds there. Who's that's great. That's perfect casting. Who's Vermin? Michael Keaton plays Johnny. Uh, plays uh, Jocko? Uh, D- Jocko Dundee. Who's Vermin? Danny Vermin, the bad guy, originally played by Joe Piscopo. You have... Um, uh, what about... Uh, what's his name? Hawkeye. The guy that plays oh, Jocko. Alan Alda's way too old to play <laughs> him. Um, you just showed your age hard. hard. I said Billy Mooney earlier, and I've what? never watched... <laughs> I've never watched Lost in Space in my life. I just, for some reason, it just came out. I'm like, how the fuck do I have Billy movies trapped in my subconscious somewhere? Um, yeah, the guy that plays uh, Hawkeye. Ooh, okay. The go-to guy would be Ryan Reynolds, obviously, but you know what I do? Ryan Gosling. He does have that kind of smart... I would pick him in a heartbeat. Have you seen yeah. him in The Good Guys or Nice Guys or whatever it Maybe is? Maybe Ryan Reynolds plays the Piscopo part. Fuck, yes, we just cast the movie. Boom, boom. Yep. Michael Keaton, Ryan Reynolds, and... Um, now, who's Maroney? Who's Maroney? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that doesn't matter. We'll figure it out, Ali. I'm going to be Okay, Maroney. so Mary Lou Henner, um, Scarlett Johansson. Everybody goes... I love Scar Joe, don't get me wrong. Uh, but I think... Well, we'll figure that out later. Let, Amy Adams. The, Amy... Oh, Amy Adams is perfect, Ali. You should be a casting director. What are you doing... What are you doing working in uh, children's um, clothing at, at uh, Penny's? Benefits are great, you know. Um, you see, I had to concoct. I've got that a 401k. Thing, it just, it's like a Mad Libs <laughs> in my head. 
I have to fill in that blank line. Remember those? <laughs> Give me an uh, adjective. Give me a verb. Give me an who's going to play Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito oh, Dom can still play. Dom DeLuise <laughs> can play Danny DeVito. I don't, I don't think so. I think it's, oh. He's going to be hard to come by. Oh, my God. So we've we've cast it now. We've got the we've got the updated yeah. version. We're gonna cast it. We gotta throw. Oh, who's gonna play Ma, Ke- Ma Kelly? Played by Maureen Stapleton. She's a okay. big character. We gotta and have his, and his uh, little brother Griffin Dunn's character. I think the little brother Simon um, hey. was it Helberg, Helberg, uh, Wallowitz from uh, Big Bang Theory. Um, I've never seen it. Have you seen? Okay, did you see? Um, uh, I honestly think we can get Danny DeVito to play Danny DeVito. I think he could do it again. I think it would be great to do the, the same character. Yeah, he's still um, popular. Gosh, he plays. Uh, she, it's um, Meryl Streep. She's a singer, but she's horrible. It's a horrible singer. It's based on a true story. That movie. I know you're talking about Rock something. Yeah, I know what you're talking something about. like that. But he's the piano player. He's the accompanist. He plays on Yeah. Um. So he's. I've never seen it. He would be good. Um. But who plays? Yeah, well, but we got the we got the major players cast. Yeah, but Ma Kelly Ryan Gosling is, is so and, and the other guy are perfect. Ryan perfect. Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, and Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling. Gosling's a, so perfect. It's a Ryan. It's a Ryan um, rivalry. A Ryan rivalry. Ryan, Ryan Fest. Ryan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on from casting our not really going to okay. get remade movie. I know, uh, and and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be remade. This is a should movie. sure it it's, should. Everything should be. Everything. Mm-hmm. Princess Bride. Can I just talk to you about Princess Bride? Oh God, here we I go. never got into it. Never got into it. Never. This was concludes our show. Thank you guys so oh. much for listening. Well, good. I'll have time to watch <laughs> Back to the Beach. <laughs> you not get into Princess Bride? Come on. How could you not see Back to the Beach? I think I have seen it. It takes. It's on a beach, right? Oh, okay, wait, wait, oh, wait. I think I have seen Princess Bride, so I'll have to check it out. I hate. You. I hate you. Anyway, <laughs> so okay, so let's talk. And you're going to get all of these right. You're going to get every one of these right. No, there's pressure. Trust me, you're going to get all of these right. All right. So I I start off the first five, and I always do like little softball questions for the trivia on this. And then I wasn't good in gym class. So, speaking of speaking of dog parks and gym class, my dog isn't really socially like he's getting there. Not he's like he was in, he's a rescue, and I take him to the park and I throw the ball and he runs to get it, but then he doesn't pick it up. He just stands by it. It was like me in gym class. He just looks at it. And goes it's yeah, because right he looks yeah. He's like oh my god, my dog is me. That's like because your I dog is about to train you because Probably. you're going to go get the ball. You're going to come back. And you're uh, yeah, he's going to train me. And, then he, and it's going to be like, see, I got you. And then I pick you're up the his one shit, too. Hmm? Jesus Christ. Dude, you right, are I'm taking him back. So, yeah, okay, before we like get that. into the trivia questions, where okay. do you rank Johnny Dangerously in, let's just say, 80s movies? Where do you put Oh, well, that's, we're talking a decade of magic here. I wouldn't know where to rank it. Um, favorite comedies, Vacation. Chevy Chase, favorite comedies, uh, <laughs> Back to the P- Beach, Cannibal Run 2, uh, Airplane. I, I, I put it, it's in there. It's certainly so, not one so, of my... So then let's just go with, uh, you got 10 stars. How many stars are you give in this movie? 
Uh, out of ten, can we just do the Netflix four? We can do the Netflix four if you want. There used to be a Netflix four. I give it um, three and a half. Three and a half stars out of four. Maybe four, actually. You know what? I love it so much. I'll give it four. Uh, my dog's waiting by the door. I think he used to go out, so maybe we should do these All right, trivia, let's hit the trivia real quick. Buddy, I'm almost getting there, okay? Uh, <laughs> All right, here we go. You can see him right by the door. Where is he? There he is. I saw him. No, he's right here. Yeah. yeah. Hey, buddy. I know you got to pee. I'm sorry. He's got to. He might have to. Who knows? All right, let's talk. All right, here we go. This is going to be easy. All right. What stars of Taxi were also in this film? <laughs> Mary Lou Henner, Danny DeVito, and Harrison oh. Ford. Number two. What? Yeah. You got him. Yeah. Got uh, what TV commercial was parodied in this movie? There was a TV commercial. Oh, the, oh, oh, the, uh, the is it Bud Light or Miller Light? Miller Time. Bud Light. Bud Light. The Budweiser Horses. Bud. Bud? Is that your final answer? Bud Light. Bud. It's Budweiser. Okay, you are way off. It is Schlitz malt liquor beer. Fuck, it was a beer. It was the, it was the, when he gives him the red. Yeah, I know. You set me video, up because you said you're going to get every in, one of these. The bull comes in and boom. Um, so much pressure. Got one down. Number three, who comes over to borrow a cup of bullet? <laughs> Mrs. Capone. Mrs. Capone. And this one you already answered. What is Johnny? These are good questions, by the way. What is Johnny's rival's name? Danny Vermin. Speaking of Danny Vermin, what kind of gun does he use? Oh, it shoots through schools. It does. I don't even, you, you can't say that now. I, <laughs> when I, I watch it, I was like, wow. You can't, can't say that now. It is a, uh, I don't know, it's a Smith & Wesson. I don't know. It's an 88 Magnum. I don't know. 88 Magnum. And That's it's got right. a long barrel, yeah. 88, 88 Magnum. It shoots through schools. Yes, terrible. Um, okay. What three- I think we should tell people really quick how much how dedicated we are to this podcast because we had to re-edit this really quickly because right before the trivia questions, my dog just started throwing yes. up. And I had to chase him around the house. He is picking not up a fan it. of this podcast. No, he heard Ali and immediately you hear the whoop, whoop. And then I was like, oh, God. And you were talking. I'm like, where's he going? What's he doing? What's he doing? And then it's like, holy fuck. He's throwing up everywhere. Here we go. We are not going to the dog park. <laughs> um, what three things happen when the old man gets hit in the head? He gets hit three times by a newspaper. What happens? The uh, by the way, that old man is, is uh, yes. the teacher from uh, Past Times at Ridgemont High. Yes, he is. Ray Walston. Uh, Ray Walston. Uh, my favorite Martian. Mm-hmm. Movie. Uh, it was a TV show. Yep. Movie. TV show. Yep. Uh, he he gets hit in the head. I think he goes blind first, right? I'll, no, I'll, we forget. Yeah, blind. Hold on, oh, hold yeah. on. I'll give you. I'll give you something. Wait, wait, wait. I'll say Did it this way first. I'll order? say it this way. No, no, no. But I think it'll help if I tell you the character name All or right. the actual character. All right. Blind old man. What happens? He, oh yeah, he goes blind. He, he, uh, he forgets who he is, and then he's dead. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you partial credit. You got enough. You got enough. I'll give, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. What happens is he's already blind. I haven't seen his, this movie in weeks. He, has its, he gets his sight back first. Oh, semantics. But he goes deaf. He gets his sight back. He loses his hearing. I he have gets, vomit dripping from my I fingers. I know. And then... I've, Things to worry about. And then he gets amnesia. He's like, I could see again, and I could hear. I could hear, and I could see. But who am I? But who am I? 
All right. Well, I'm really sucking at this trivia. Thanks You're for doing well. With <laughs> You're going to ace it. You're the best, man. You got this. You got this. Who played Mr. Dundee's driver? Oh, God, that would be uh, the, the football guy, right, with the mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him. <laughs> yes. I don't remember his fucking name. The guy, you know, I get it right because I don't know football. You get it right. I'll give it to you. Dick Butkus. Dick Butkus. Thank you. There you go. Um, (laughs) This one was tricky. I I got this one. Um, You might, you'll probably get this one because you've seen it enough. Um, Ma Kelly, when she's at the theater. Right. She orders. Whitefish. You already answered the the question. I was going to say she orders popcorn, milk duds. What's the last thing she orders? She wants white fish, but you white think it's going to be like, like it's going to be like candy. It is literally <laughs> a fish. A fish. <laughs> um, what does Johnny say to the warden when the warden says, do you have any last words? Well said. <laughs> I can't remember. That's, That's what he different. says. Yes, but I just started to think about what's happening right before that moment. He's got the gun. Yes, like it's like mm-hmm. I don't remember. I'm not gonna he lie. says nothing. He just goes. Ch-ch-ch. Thank Kevin you. Edwards. So I was right. I got the I got the well said part. He does say well said. Yes, I'll give you partial credit. That was a trick question. <laughs> this one you've already um, this one you've already answered. The last the last calling all cars announcement. Finds Johnny and his accomplices dressed as none. What's on the car? Well, shelf paper. But the pattern. Duckies and bunnies. Duckies and bunnies. <laughs> and I will give you, th- this is a bonus question. What do I get, first of um, all? You you're giving me things. Can you give me a uh, dog that doesn't vomit all over the house? That can't happen. All okay. dogs vomit at some point. Okay. At least they give you a warning. Um, what is the last line of the grapevine? Right before Johnny gets it right. Oh, Jesus Christ. I will give you part. If you get most of it right, I'm going to give it to you. They're going to kill somebody at the Savoy Theater. Pass it on. Uh huh. Johnny's going to kill Johnny's one? mother at the Savoy Theater. <laughs> Something like that. I don't remember. The last one right before him, the guy goes, Johnny and the mothers are playing stomping at the Savoy in Vermont tonight. <laughs> Pass on. They're going to kill. Urban's going to kill uh, my brother at the Savoy Theater. How'd you, oh, I know this grapevine. I know this grapevine. All right, you did. You got like four. I got the 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 lines after the line you wanted. <laughs> John, thank you so much for joining me, brother. It's been a blast. Tell everybody where Johnny, they can find you, um, Johnny. Dangerously, yes, right JD and JD. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media, whatever. On my couch. Do. Uh, I'll be picking up vomit uh, at John Donahue, J-O-N-D-O-N-A-H-U-E. I talk about booby shit and whatever comes to mind. Um, you know, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm pretty easy to find. Anything, any projects coming out that we should be on the lookout for? Um, everything that I did is, well, I did a movie recently, but I understand it's all gotten changed, so I don't want to mm. talk about it. But American Pickle is on uh, HBO uh, Max, and um, Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2, I think, is coming to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> nice. I play, play a German shepherd who vomits everywhere. And also, um, the vomit part is not true. And there was another movie. Oh, I got something else for you. 
um, oh, because God. I just yeah. noticed it on HBO Max. I've always wanted to be one of those actors to go, what else do I got coming? Instead of going, nothing. I believe you know? HBO Max has uh, Men of a Certain Age on there. They do. Season two, I'm in two episodes of Men of a Certain Age. Yes, we what? shot that literally a decade ago with Ray Romano, one of the sweetest people on the planet. But yes, Men of a Certain Age, so I should be getting residual residual, residual <laughs> checks. No more, no which more should, for you, dude. Which should get me through COVID. I have to go down and get some paper towels to clean up all this dog vomit. <laughs> all right, brother. Thank you so much, man. Um, good you luck to you with this vomit. <laughs> well said. <laughs>